everyone. Welcome back to Pop Culture Confidential. I'm Christina Yerling-Biro. I hope that you are safe and well. So the TV and film industries are changing minute by minute as the COVID-19 outbreak shuts down productions and wreaks havoc on the industry and the people working in it. Even celebrities are finding ways to reach out from their own homes. These so-called celebrity quarantine messages are on the rise, and everyone from Madonna to Cardi B is taking to Instagram and other social media to share thoughts. And it's a new situation for the late-night talk shows as well. Kimmel, Fallon, Colbert, and the rest, whose formats have almost been set in stone for so many decades. The desks, the studio audience, the monologue, and the guests. But things are different for them as well. Some productions have shut down completely, but many are finding other ways. The show must go on. And going on means producing the whole or parts of the shows from their own homes while in self-isolation, filming via iPhone with the help of their kids and their families, and interviewing celebrities via Skype. Here are some of the examples of how they've been working the past few days. First, you'll hear Jimmy Kimmel with the intro to his show done by his daughter then Jimmy Fallon, and finally, The Daily Show with Trevor Noah. Jimmy Kimmel live! <laughs> this is ridiculous. Hi, I'm Jimmy. Thank you for joining me during Corona Geddon. This is day, what, 75? And just because we're stuck at home doesn't mean we can't visit with friends virtually. So joining us now via the magic of the interweb, I would like you to please say hello to Julia Louis Dreyfus. There Hi. she is. Hi. <laughs> How are you? <laughs> We're Jimmy, in our how are you? <laughs> I'm well. How are you? I've never been better. Uh, one way I'm keeping my sanity is by going out, literally outside and going for walks or hikes or, you know, things like that. And that really just calms me down. Are you doing That's that? That's good. No, I'm not doing that. I don't believe in exercise. Hit it. Hi, everybody. This is episode two of the Tonight Show uh, Home Edition. Oh, beautiful. Thank you. Thank you, Freddie. Thank you. Uh, guys, uh, we had such a uh, great response from our show last night. Thank you so much. We raised over $20,000 for Feeding America. So this is really great. And it's working and it's helping. And uh, I can't thank you enough for this. Um... Hey, everybody. Trevor Noah here. It's now day eight of being locked in the house, a.k.a. social distancing. Oh, and here's a fun tip I learned today. Your phone doesn't just do Instagram. It can also make phone calls. Pretty neat. Hashtag life hack. Anyway, on today's episode, we're gonna catch up on the latest news, like how China is getting the coronavirus under control, US politicians are making money off of the crisis, and New York and California are shutting it all down. So, let's get into another episode of the Daily Social Distancing Show. I am very happy to be joined by journalist and TV critic Jen Cheney. She writes for New York Magazine and has also written for The Washington Post and The New York Times, to name a few. She's also the author of a great book called As If about the movie Clueless. Jen Cheney has been following how the talk shows are faring during the corona outbreak. I started by asking her how the production shutdowns first affected Late Night. So when 
the shutdown started to happen and, and people needed to start to isolate more. Uh, initially, the talk shows were proceeding without audiences and still doing their shows the way they always do, same format in a studio. And then that became untenable. So some of them went on hiatus and some of them started trying to do things from home. So for example, The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Fallon started recording segments from his house, like doing a monologue from his house uh, and even starting to do some interviews um, on Skype with with people from his house. And Stephen Colbert was doing something similar. Um, and then The Daily Show with Trevor Noah started doing something similar. Jimmy Kimmel started doing something similar. And now in this week, that's been becoming their shows. Like The Daily Show has been broadcasting on Comedy Central again, fully based on what Trevor Noah is doing from his house. And I think we're seeing everybody starting to do that now because they want to they want to be back on the air and they want to be kind of talking to their audiences in this really difficult time. Production wise, are they I know Jimmy Fallon's wife is actually filming. So they're alone in their house. I guess they're communicating through Skype and Facebook and then they're doing actually the show themselves, right? Yes, you're right. Um, Jimmy Fallon's wife is his camera person. Um, I don't know what the camera person situation is for like Colbert or Kimmel or Trevor Noah, but it's definitely like maybe one other person um, because they're clearly doing this in kind of an iPhone or, or even just filming things through their laptop type of situation. And there's kids and wives and dogs and all kinds of things like that. They're really showing their lives. Yeah. And it, there's something really refreshing about it. Um, as I wrote in my article, I mean, I think especially on the major broadcast networks in the United States. The, the late night talk show format has been really ingrained in us. And over the years, you know, people have tried to do certain things to mix it up. But I think especially uh, in recent years, it's kind of lost its spontaneity. Um, and even more so when they try to do bits that are, quote, spontaneous and they feel forced. <laughs> For spontaneity? Does it work? You know, yeah. I, I mean, I think this has really forced everybody in every aspect of life to try to, you know, make do. And, and but we're seeing that in, in these late night videos where it does feel a lot more organic. You're seeing them at home. They're even, you know, letting some of their mistakes stay in their videos. Um, and it does give you this sense that we are all in this together. Even the even the late night hosts are trying to scramble and work from home with the kids like the rest of us are. Yeah, you actually write that you think Fallon is better than he's been for a long time. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, I think Jimmy Fallon, he's talented. He's not necessarily the greatest interviewer. So when when he's doing these chats that are by their nature, they seem more casual because they are Skype chats. It, it's better suited to him in some way, because it feels like that should be more casual. He's not sitting in a fancy studio. And so for his style, it actually, I feel like it works better. And it's interesting to see the celebrities that they interview. I know it's been a Jennifer Garner, for example. It's nice to see them also sort of filming themselves in front of a computer on Skype, not so much makeup. It's a completely different way of seeing people. Yeah. I mean, on, on a late night interview, typically you can tell that they've had some prep and there are certain questions that they're asking. And this has been much more, uh, again, spontaneous. Jimmy Kimmel had Julia Louis-Dreyfus on last week and, and they were just talking about how they're dealing with being at home and dealing with the pandemic. And it was clearly not in any way a, a scripted interview. And I wanted to know how Julia Louis-Dreyfus was doing in the middle of the pandemic. So it was, it was, it, it almost feels like you're catching up with friends, even though obviously these are people you don't necessarily know. 
Yeah, and refreshing that it's not always sell you something or tell me about your new movie. It's something else. You actually see another side in, in a certain sense, and that's maybe what we need now. Right, and in, in fact, in some of these some of the hosts have been doing these things for charity. Right. Um, you know, Jimmy Fallon and Jimmy Kimmel have been, and uh, Trevor Noah as well, have been trying to raise money for different causes while they're doing their broadcasts, which is nice too. And what about the monologues and the humor itself? I know it's always difficult, like after 9-11, and what can we joke about? What can we not joke about? And, and the sort of political climate in general. What, what are they joking about? Or are they joking? Um, you know, yeah, I mean, they, they kind of have to, right? <laughs> Gallows humor is what gets us through these situations, I think. You know, in keeping with their styles, I mean, Jimmy Fallon isn't doing much political humor, but Colbert and Kimmel have been. That's what they do. Um, and certainly Trevor Noah as well. And it's weird to, you know, not have an audience and not have the kind of built-in response that they normally have. But you know, I think Jimmy Kimmel has been doing a particularly good job. It just feels like he's talking with you and sharing his thoughts. And it doesn't feel uh, like a scripted monologue so much as just here's what I'm thinking today uh, kind of approach. And it'll be interesting because I think, you know, more hosts are coming back. Conan O'Brien is going to be coming back and doing um, a show from his house starting in a few days. Right. So I think everybody's going to be doing it this way. And I think Trevor Noah is is faring particularly well because he always has a sort of more straight political humor that seems to fit now where he can actually comment on what's going on and in, in dealing with this pandemic on a political level. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, I, I have to think that these guys were watching what was happening and thinking, I can't just stay on hiatus. Like there's so much to talk about that they just wanted to get right back into it. It's interesting because I know talk, covering talk shows for many years, one of the things that's been happening is that going viral and doing things outside of the studio has been so important for these shows because people are watching broadcast less and less. So things like carpool karaoke and things have been a huge hit. And, and all of a sudden this happens. Could this actually change when knock on wood, hopefully we really get out of this and, and um, soon and well, um, that it could change the talk show format. That's something that I'm, I'm hoping happens um, because I, I do feel, as I implied earlier, that there is a need to inject more spontaneity to mix up the way that things are done. And you're absolutely right that, you know, having viral internet clips is, is something that has been really important for the late night shows for quite some time now. But just forcing people to think about how to do things differently is hopefully something that will be a positive, lasting change to come out of this really hard time. And it'll be scary when the networks realize how cheap you can do things with an iPhone. <laughs> that's, that's a great point. Right? You could just take your iPhone and go home. <laughs> <laughs> And do you think we'll be seeing more of this? I know that Rosie O'Donnell, for example, she had a Broadway show, did a bunch of interviews simply from um, about Broadway. I think it was for charity as well, if I'm correct. Yes, and it was. All of these celebrity quarantine videos, as they're called, do you do you see a trend here of this happening? I mean, I think the longer that this goes on, you know, people are well. First of all, um, especially actors, they 
they want an audience. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, they, they, they hunger for that. And, and people want to create something or, or, or reach people. So yeah, I mean, I think we'll, we'll be seeing more of this uh, on all kinds of levels. And I think it won't be too long before every late night host that we're used to seeing is going to be doing this probably in a virtual online format. There's been some mixed quality in these celebrity quarantine videos. I have to say, Madonna from her bathtub. And- yes, I mean that's that's the other thing. And to your point that you know people are doing things with fewer people, that also means there's fewer people to say, you know, maybe this isn't a good idea. Maybe we shouldn't be doing this this way. <laughs> um, the publicists are also quarantined, right? They are. They can still, I'm sure, make their opinions known, but. Um, yeah, you're you're right. The the Madonna bathtub video. I I would have, if Madonna were asking me, and she's clearly not. I would have said maybe let's not do this one. Well, Jen, thank you so much for taking your time talking about this, and we'll see how it goes, and hopefully we'll be out of this as soon and safely as possible. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you so much to TV critic and writer Jen Cheney. You can follow her on Twitter at Cheney J. And thank you so much for listening. Please subscribe to Pop Culture Confidential wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Christina Yerling-Biro. See you next time. Hey friends, this is Jim Knight, former 21-year Hard Rock executive turned best-selling author and top 10 keynote speaker. And I'm Brant Menzwar, former frontman of Hollywood's most dangerous band turned top 10 motivational speaker and best-selling author. We host the how-to podcast, Thoughts That Rock, where we talk to rock stars, athletes, CEOs, astronauts, and even next door neighbors who share their expertise and opinions. Together, we tackle the most interesting and challenging topics of today. Whether you want to learn how to become more confident, how to deal with anxiety at work, or how to write a hit song, or use Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu in life, we've got hundreds of episodes to help amp up your life and move you forward. Subscribe to Thoughts That Rock wherever you listen to podcasts, and check out evergreenpodcast.com for more information.